Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. James Jones, Super Bowl champ, former Packer wide receiver, Decade in the NFL and a Super Bowl championship against the Steelers. I remember it well. You guys found your running game late in the season. Uh, you got healthy late in the season. You got hot and won a Super Bowl. So a lot of different stuff. You were in New York. Aaron Rodgers is in New York. Yeah. I'm not sure if you connected. I did see he was at a psychedelic conference in Denver. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't. I think Aaron, th- I think it, there's a little hippy-dippy to it. Whatever. Yeah. Ayahuasca, whatever you want to do in your life. I've always felt Aaron's got a little Hollywood to him. Yeah, uh, he's a little more, uh, uh, you know, self-introspective than a lot of professional athletes. How do you? Uh, what do you make? What do you think players think? Because players generally are athletes are goal-oriented. Yeah, they don't question themselves and where they're at. Aaron's constantly like questioning the meaning of life and yeah. his, his true self. How do you think most players look at that stuff? Well, I mean, number one, I think it's just: Are you coming in ready to go? You know what I mean? Right. Off the field, you can do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Don't get yourself in no trouble. But, I mean, if it's certain stuff you believe in and you want to do certain things, do certain things. But when it's time to go, are you ready to go? You locked in. You dedicated to this part of it, and that's the football part of it. And and with Aaron Rodgers, since he's been with the Jets, that's all he's shown. You know what I mean? At every OTAs, you know, being out there with the young guys, communicating with the young guys, getting on the same page with the young guys, you know, looking happy, looking refreshed like he's ready to go. Yeah. I think as a teammate, that's all you want. So, um, you know, sometimes when you leave a company, Mm -hmm. um, and when I left ESPN, I knew there were things that I would miss the the size and scale of the company, just the, the the layers of help you could get, you know, Mm -hmm. and not that it wasn't good here, but it's a smaller company. Yeah. And, um, and I knew there were things I was going to miss. We tend to, when people leave a company or a team, you know, they bag on the former place, they get to yeah. a new place, and in a couple of years, they like, we got problems here too. Yeah. Can I say this? Here's the one thing I, I hope Aaron appreciates. Mm-hmm. He had good offensive lines yeah. his entire stay in, in Green Bay. Green mm-hmm. Bay and New England 
do a remarkable job of drafting and developing O-lines without yeah. any first-round picks. Yeah. And so when Montana went to Kansas City, Stafford to the Rams, Brady to the Bucks, Favre to the Vikings, mm-hmm. they all, Peyton Manning to Denver, mm-hmm. they all inherited great young offensive lines or great yeah. lines. Right. Jets O-line, they got questions at left tackle, yeah. right tackle. <laughs> they got a kid at center. Do you worry a little as yeah. quarterbacks get older, they don't mm-hmm. want to get hit as much. Yeah. And the history is the great quarterbacks that have left and landed with great O-lines yeah. win big. Yeah. It's the number one part of the Jets I have huge question marks yeah. about. Is that fair? No, it's definitely fair. I mean, when you look at their roster from top to bottom, I mean, they stacked on the defensive side of the ball. You got playmakers on the offensive side of the ball at the skill positions, right? So, I mean, the one question mark is the O-line. But playing with Aaron Rodgers for so long, it was times in Green Bay to where, whether it be injuries or whatever it may be, the O-line was weak, rotating pieces and all that. And Aaron Rodgers is the one that strictly makes the O-line better. I'm not saying those guys can't play. Those guys are really good players. Bakhtiari, those guys are really good players. But the way he's able to get the ball out of his hands extremely fast, get the offense in the right play with certain defense. I mean, you see him with his cadence, being able to use the free play and all that. The way he's able to do that, the offensive line benefits off Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying the Jets' offensive line is big time and they're elite, but they are going to benefit off of Aaron Rodgers. The way he's able to utilize the snap count to slow pass rushers down, the way he's able to get the ball out of his hands fast, he's going back with his offensive coordinator. So they are going to know, hey, this is what we like to do in Green Bay on third down. This is what we like to do on first down. They're going to be on the same page when it comes to that. So I truly believe the type of quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is, how smart he is, the way he's able to get the ball out of his hands and use his cadence, he is going to help this offensive line big time. Be as honest as you can. What are you hearing about Jordan Love replacing Aaron in Green Bay? I'm hearing, I'm hearing, you know, it's 50-50. I'm hearing a little mix, you know, you know, from, from a lot of people out there. Some of them think he's ready to go. Some of them think he needed another year behind Aaron Rodgers to sit and wait. I think the best thing about it is every time he's took the football field, he's gotten better and he's looked better. When he came in that Kansas City game when Aaron Rodgers was hurt, he didn't look good. They didn't put up any points. He did not look good out there. Then you see him come in last year in Philadelphia and look like the, the game slowed down for him. He moved the ball up and down the field, getting the ball out of his hands. So it all comes down to Jordan Love. If Jordan Love does not play well, the Green Bay Packers are not going to be a good football team. If Jordan Love comes out there and he plays well, the Green Bay Packers are going to be a really good football team and have an opportunity to, to compete. So I think for Jordan Love, for him, He's shown that the offense has slowed down for him. He has a command on the offense. I'm excited to see him spin it. But, yes, it's 50-50. Some people think he's ready. Some people think he got a, got a, got a little Mack, ways to go. See, J. when you hear that, if yeah. half the people don't think he's ready after three years. Yeah. Because when Aaron was behind Favre. We knew. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> by the way, and when did you – let's go back to that. Yeah. Did you know year two? Did you know – how long did it before you and a couple Donald Driver and a couple yeah. guys went broken play? Well, I got there and Aaron was going in year three when I when I got when there. you got there. when I got there. Now, he was going year, in year three, three of backing up, backing up far. And what? And so, when I got there, the Charles Woodsons, the Al Harris, the Donald Driver was like, buddy can go, right? They knew. From the get-go, Aaron Rodgers was like that, right? Now, you don't know four-time MVP and all that, but you know he's like that the way he could throw the ball, right? And you're telling me Green Bay's 50-50. 
Yeah, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, we knew, hey, we, we're in good hands. Everybody was asking me, too, when Brett Favre was retiring and all that stuff was going on, what are y'all going to do? And I'm like, we just fine. We just fine. <laughs> <laughs> we just fine. We got a dude behind him that, that can really go. We just fine. Okay, so there's, there's a history in the NFL, and I think I know some of the reasons, that wide receivers have got the label the diva. Mm-hmm. And my takeaway has always been it's the basketball player on a football team. You're the first out of the huddle. Yeah. You don't necessarily depend on many others. A quarterback needs a left tackle, a run game, a good coordinator, yeah. protections from the center. A receiver breaks out huddle, man. It's me, <laughs> mano a mano in the corner. Yeah. And there is a basketball feel to it, like mm. you're a playmaker. Yeah. Even in football now, I'm covered. Throw it up. Always open. Like you're you're yeah. criticized as a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron was one of the first to do this regularly ten years ago. I'm gonna throw to a covered guy. Yeah. So part of me thinks Stephon Diggs is a little old school. He made noise in Minnesota. Yeah. He made noise in Buffalo. Now, go back to your career in the NFL. It's just part of the position. It is. And I think this is – I'm not going to blame too many people, but is this just who Stephon is? Well, number one, so, I mean, I was never a complainer about the football. Did I have the career that Stephon Diggs is having right now? Absolutely not. You weren't. He's going crazy. But I wasn't a complainer about the football. But what I will say is I would come back to the huddle and Aaron would say, JJ, how I look over there? And it'd be three dudes around me. I'm open. (laughs) You know, I'm open. You know what I mean? So as a receiver, you always think you're open and you want the football. The only thing that concerns me about this whole situation is – Stephon Diggs is the most targeted receiver in the National Football League the last three seasons behind Devontae Adams, and it's only a couple targets behind Devontae Adams. So you coming out saying that you want the football more and it's a problem the way they're using you in the offense and you targeted the, the second most the last three seasons, number one, that's telling me that the offensive coordinator is trying to get you involved. Number two, that's telling me that the offensive coordinator is talking to the quarterback. The quarterback is trying to get you involved. And number three, it tells me that's selfish. You have Gabriel Davis. You have other guys in this in this room that you call your brothers that you're looking at in the meeting rooms, and you're complaining about the ball, and you're getting the ball 300 more times than they're getting opportunities to make plays. So – I've been around guys that you know that want the football and it's, and it's only about the ball and their stats and all that, and it don't sit a right, the right way in the locker room. It might not be a lot of guys saying stuff, but they know exactly who you are. And for Stephon Diggs, if I'm Gabriel Davis, I'm like, dang, bro, like you, you, getting a, you getting a bunch of targets. I'm not even getting half the targets you are, and you complaining about the football. And not only that, you have a quarterback in Josh Allen coming off of his worst season turning the football over. And now he's breaking this huddle saying, if I don't get the ball to my star receiver and Stephon Diggs, he is going to pout and whine. It is going to come a time in the season, I promise you, that Stephon Diggs is not going to be happy with the targets that he gets. Mm -hmm. Or it might be when the game is on the line, Josh Allen goes to Gabriel Davis or somebody else because that's the right read. And Stephon, it's going to be a time to where he's not happy in Buffalo. And this is a problem because I feel with Josh Allen being a young quarterback, it's not like he's a veteran like Tom or Aaron Rodgers. Like being a young quarterback, you are going to try to get Stephon Diggs this ball. And at times, I promise you, he's going to force it to him. And it's going to turn into interceptions. 
and it's going to turn into bad throws. And I don't think this is going to be good for Buffalo. Right. You've seen the last image in the playoff. You see Stephon Diggs on the sideline throwing his hands up, yelling at Josh Allen, and Josh don't even look at him. Which let me know that I'm tired of hearing it because I'm giving you opportunities to make plays. Just because I go over here with the ball on certain plays, which the coverage or the reads is telling me to go over here, now you pouting. I think this is a big problem in Buffalo because it's going to come up in the time in the season. It's one of the reasons I supported the Cowboys when they moved off Dez mm -hmm. because if you looked at Dak Prescott, Dak – was very good at sprinkling the infield. Yeah. He felt this internal pressure to get it to Dez. Mm -hmm. And it, even though Jason Garrett told me later he loved Dez, Dez started disrupting everybody else's touches, yeah. and they had young Dak. And their thing is, you got to let Dak grow organically. Yeah. He can't be just zeroed in on you. Remember Dak and Dez, no they go over there. And the Cowboys, I defended it, said, you know what? You're a great player, and you get into the end zone 10 times a year. You're disrupting yeah. our young but, quarterback's but even, growth. Even with that, and that's a really good point, because even with that, Dez Bryant was different than Stephon Diggs. Dez Bryant, they used to – Calvin Johnson and Dez Bryant, they, they treated as a gunner at times. Two guys, because they know throw the ball up and it's going to be caught. Yeah. Stephon Diggs is not that guy. We, yeah. we ain't seen Stephon Diggs jump over guys consistently, mossing people, making catches. Stephon Diggs is a heck of a route runner. He has a lot of speed. He's really crafty, and he gets separation and gets open, right? But guys like that, sometimes you want to lock in on those guys, even if it's double coverage, because Diggs has showed you, I will go up and get the ball, right? Yeah. That's not really Stephon Diggs' game. So for me, that's a little different, but it's still the same thing because the quarterback is bad decisions locked in over there throwing to those guys guys good stuff um i gotta ask you uh you, you really watch that position very well james jones joining us uh deandre hopkins to me is is a one but he is a different mm -hmm. he's not a burner yeah so j mac and i talked about this how do you view him at this point what is he a two what 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 are his skills like i think new england works because he's yeah. a one there no 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 doubt about it and and he's still a number one receiver in okay. this national football league and you talk about a guy that's like we just talked about is a Des Bryant type guy not a lot of juice not going to get a lot of separation if you throw the ball in his area the play is going to be made 90% of the time when you talk about a quarterback like Mac Jones if you have a guy that you can say oh you're going to give him one-on-one -on -one coverage I have an opportunity just to throw the ball up to him giving him give him an opportunity to go make a play and this guy will go up and make the play and not only that off the bus he's a coverage dictator once he what do you gets mean? once he gets going when the defense breaks the huddle where is number 10 find deandre hopkins we have to have eyes on hopkins because we have to make sure that he does not wreck this game right and you're gonna have to make sure safety help over the top or it's gonna have to be eyes on him because like i said these 50 50 balls to deandre hopkins are 90-10 balls to DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> it's not It's not like just a regular wide receiver. He's going to go up and make the play. So when you have a young quarterback in Mac Jones and you have a guy on the outside that you know, hey, 90% he's going to go up and make this play, I'm going to give him an opportunity. And not only that, you want to roll the coverage over there to him, then I know what I got on the backside and I can get the ball into my other playmaker's hands. It's going to make it easy on the quarterback. You were strong today. You brought it. <laughs> you deserve it. double coverage today. We had to roll coverage over for you. <laughs> Appreciate it. James Jones. Love having him at Fox on a regular basis. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Speaking of double coverage, let's go to Jamar Chase. Uh, he reignited that Chiefs-Bengals budding rivalry this offseason with his Pat Who comments. This, of course, led to Mahomes posting yeah. That's Who on his social media with his Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Now here's Travis Kelsey's response <laughs> to Jamar Chase on the Kelsey Brothers podcast, New Heights, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment. Thought it was a little bold, you know? <laughs> so the yeah. guy's a two-time league MVP, two-time mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. To say Pat Who is like... It is what it is, dog. Who doesn't love some good locker room banter, man? Shout out to Jamar Chase for, you know, holding it down for his QB, but <laughs> don't you ever disrespect Pat Mahomes now. If you want to talk your shit, talk your shit, pimp, just better back it up. Yeah. NFL I, needs more of this. This is fun. This is good. I would prefer my team uh, keep their uh, comments about rivals to themselves. Okay, so you would say, Jamar Chase, hey, tone it down. We don't need to stir say, up a hornet's nest. I'd say, you're a great player. He's a great player. We, we don't, you don't, we don't. I, the, would you want a chief saying you're a, you're no good? 
It'd tick you off and it'd tick me off. Good. We got a war of words and there's added incentives. Circle the date on the calendar. It'll be a national TV game. You like that clicky stuff. I know. I mean, it stirs interest, does it not? Who cares about interest? I want to win games. I don't care if we're Denver and the most boring team in the Can't league. Can't you I want... do both? Stir interest and win nah, games? Nah, stirring interest gets noisy and noisy teams don't win in pro football. Mm. I'm not a fan of noise. You don't I'm like a... talking trash. I'm not a trash talker. I'm a. I'm a. You're not a trash talker. You're a doer. Are you a trash talker? I've been known to get after it on the <laughs> in the trash talk department, but only if I'm hot. Whether it's on the tennis court, you know, soccer, bat. No. I'm, just, I'm just such a natural athlete. You know, ping pong. Yeah, it takes <laughs> great athlete. <laughs> Come on, there. you had nothing good for that. All right, next up, um, Chris Paul's future remains in limbo after being traded to the Wizards last week. Um, the future Hall of Famer has been rumored to be going to the Clippers, but notably the Lakers as well. Bill Plasky of the LA Times posted an article today saying the Lakers need to do whatever it takes to acquire Chris Paul, including mm. trading the 17th overall no, pick. No, no, oh, no. Jeez. We need young guys. I think the Lakers should take their 40th current pick and their 17th and move up to about 12 and roll the dice in a player. I think there's a player or two up there that is fun. I think the Lakers should go out and try to cobble their picks together, and and, um, this is considered a good draft, not a great draft. Listen, there are drafts. I mean, we talk about how murky the NBA draft is. You go back to 2013, there were no players in it. Like Victor Oladipo and like nothing burger. There are drafts where there's nothing. So we have have two absolute lock stars, and then I think we have some really interesting players. last summer, everybody wanted the Lakers to ship Westbrook out, and Palinka and company held firm. No, no, no. The season goes terribly. They make a bunch of moves at the deadline. It worked out great. They make a deep playoff run. But one of the arguments was that the team didn't have enough time together to gel, really, just like the Suns with Kevin Durant. He was hurt. He played like nine games with them before the playoffs. I don't know. Do you think uh, Lakers should do some significant stuff this summer or wait? What's the rush? I, we could I, do some real moves in February. No, I think um, I don't think Chris Paul's an ideal fit. You're taking the ball out of Austin Reeves and LeBron's hands. LeBron is not somebody I want playing off ball. He had a terrible shooting year with threes. Oh, yeah. And Austin Reeves is not a gifted shooter. He's capable, but not great. I want Austin Reeves and LeBron to have the ball. That's when they're at their best. I want to put my best players, and Austin and LeBron are two of their top four players. I want my best players to do what they do best. I'm not going to ask Rui to play center. I'm not going to ask Anthony Davis to play point. Uh, you know, And so Chris Paul takes away Austin and LeBron from doing what they do best at this current point in their career. So I don't think it fits. What I think the Lakers do need to get is shooting, and I would go in this draft, and if I could move up and find one of the better shooters, I would do it. The problem is that's not enough. You get Let me get a shooter in the draft. The Suns just got Bradley Beal. The Celtics just got Porzingis, who's a 23-8 and eight guy. Uh, Memphis just added Marcus Smart. Like These are contenders all doing well, things. Lakers are doing nothing. Well, LeBron, Rui, A.D. Reeves, draft a kid that can be rotational, I mean, we're, we're trending toward bring back D'Angelo Russell at a reduced cost. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. They, I mean, if you're a Laker fan, you're starting to be like, guys, Listen, what, last, what are we doing? Last 10 years, take out the bubble year. Has a Laker fan been happy the way any season ended? we got to be honest about this. They've, they've become a little bit like the, the Yankees. The brand's bigger than the results. And that's just what the Yankees have become. That's fair. Uh, sticking with L.A. for the third story. Ian Begley of SNY is reporting the Clippers and Knicks have had contact regarding a trade for Paul George. This comes after Mark Stein reported 
NBA teams are under the impression the Clippers have been gauging trade interest in George. Um, Clippers and Knicks, does, I mean, Tom Thibodeau, well, who dr- drives his players into the ground, and, and a brittle guy like Paul George, I don't think that's a good marriage. I, I, I don't know what the Knicks are doing there. Well, Paul George is a very good defender. So I think he's a, I, he's a good player. We like him. Top yeah. top twenty player in the league yeah. for sure. I think Tibbs would love Paul George. I yeah, would love would Paul George. Paul George love Tibbs. Well, I don't know. Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, R.J. Barrett. So what do you give it Paul, up to Paul George? George? What what are the Randall? What, That's the problem. They're, I think the Clippers. Um, do they want Randall? No, I think who's their backup point guard? Quickly. Young guy? I mean... I think that's what the Clippers want. I thought they wanted Chris Paul. Well, they will have Chris Paul for a year. That kid backs him up. I think if the Clippers went and got their point guard of the future, I think they, I think that's who they Quickly want. Quickly and Randall? I don't know if that's enough. Well, Would I they want R.J. Barrett? Instead, Ra- Barrett well, I, I wouldn't want to give up R.J. Barrett. I, if I could get the Knicks' backup point guard... But isn't R.J. Barrett a small forward like Paul George? I don't know. It, this just doesn't Paul George seem... is better than R.J. Yes, Barrett. Yes, he is 100% better. Yeah. No doubt. But I, I don't know that this... I think the Clippers are the second oldest team in the league last year. I think they need to get younger, and the Knicks have some young players I like. Don't love, but I like. And they I think... They have a that... lot of draft capital. And, and, and whereas I look, I think the Knicks think we're young, we need a guy. So Paul George would be your leading scorer. Jalen Brunson would be your two. Randall could be your three. That's a real basketball team. That's a really good basketball team. I'd be fun to watch. That's a good team. And I could give up. So, I don't know. I would sooner make a... Who would you rather have? Consider age, injury history, all that. With the Knicks. Would you rather have Carl Anthony Towns or Paul George? Now, just think about it. Paul George. Paul George. He's hurt all the damn time. Well, All the time. You know what? But when he's healthy, he's good. He's healthy a lot, too. Carl Anthony Towns, when he's healthy, is pretty different. Yeah, he's a little flaky for me. But he's not your number one. He's your two with behind Yeah, but Paul, Paul George is... If I have to hear this playoff P thing, he's really good. Pandemic P? Yeah, he's he's really good in the playoffs. Look the numbers up. He's really good. His career highlight after a really incredible dunk against the Heat, um, where Marv Albert had the call, um, is throwing a shot off the side of the backboard in Game 7 as they melted oh, against the Nuggets. On. They were up 3-1 against Denver and melted. That feels like a cheap shot. By the way, Kawhi Leonard in Game 7 of that series, 6-22. Choke artist. Oh, God, you're just... Sorry. It's, very... it's facts. It's it's reality. Like you could say it's harsh, but that's real. If I shot six for twenty-two in Game Seven, I can't live it down. LeBron can't live down his series. Kobe against Bryant Jay had a terrible Game Seven against the Celtics. They and, won. Yeah, because Meta World Peace hit a jumper. They won. Well, I know. And but Kobe's it... got other rings. Don't make me defend Kobe. I mean, geez, come on. I guess Paul George. Come on. J Mac with the news. <laughs> well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live One of those news. Days. Back in a second, wrap it up. <laughs> French or bench on Wemby Neck. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Victor Wembanyama from France is the most highly anticipated NBA prospect since LeBron James. Uh, the Spurs will choose the young man who has a completely diverse and loaded bag, as they call it, a skill set. <laughs> and so I asked the question, we're going to call it bench or French, just for next year. You know, you're going you're going to go into a playoff series just for a year maybe. Who do you take? <laughs> who do you take just for one year? Because right. we know he's going to get better over time, but we also know – as Eddie Howe said earlier, he's a 22-10 guy first year. We know he, this kid's going to come. don't like the four blocks. Yeah. So we'll start French or bench. Wembenyama or Steph Curry? I would take Steph because Wemby does not have a three-point shot, and I still think Steph on his good nights is usually the best player on the floor, even if there's another star 
on the floor. And it's going to be tough. 19-year-old Wembenyama or MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis. Giannis yeah. is right now a significantly better defensive player. Uh, doesn't have quite the diverse skill set, but at 28, he's still in his prime. Free throws, though? And uh, a dominant player. That that one's not hard for me. That's Giannis. For one okay. year, Giannis. Uh, Wembenyama or LeBron James? LeBron's off his worst three-point shooting year ever and has not given you 60 games since the bubble year. Why do we think LeBron's going to be better next year? He is now eroding quickly. I would take this kid because wow. I know he's going to be available. Wow. And I'm going to get 22 points. Half LeBron, LeBron now only... Half LeBron's age, and you take it. LeBron now is going to give you 24 points a night. This kid's going to give you 22 and be available and, and block shots. LeBron doesn't defend anymore on most nights. And he can't hit shots. That, that's a hot, that's your hottest take that's for the a, final hour. That's hot. Uh, next season, Wembenyama or Nikola Jokic? Jokic, two-time MVP, best player in the game, not close. He, he, he can do everything. Wembenyama's more of a shot blocker, but that's not going to overcome the rest of it. Yeah. Offensively, okay. Jokic right now is the biggest pain in the butt to guard in the league. Okay, Wembenyama for next year or Anthony Davis? I'm only getting 58 games from Anthony Davis, and in the playoffs, I'm only getting a good offensive game every other game. For a year, Wemby would be available. Again, I don't think people realize this kid's going to give you 22 points a night, 10 rebounds, and be available. Anthony Davis, will he be available? I, I would agree with you. Yeah, you got to go Wembenyama. All right, next year, Wembenyama or Jimmy Butler? I'd still take Butler. I think he's a great two-way player. I think he, he's a very unique NBA player who's better in bigger games. Wembenyama may be good, but if he if he shrunk a little in big games, I, I think Butler is still, you know he's going to show up. He's going to play hurt. He's going to be a team leader. He's going to be coachable. He's going to be vocal. He'll be great on both ends. Butler's great. So you went Butler over Wembenyama, but Wembenyama over LeBron, just for those scores. Okay, LeBron no longer plays defense. Okay, LeBron may not be available, and LeBron's giving you on good nights now 26 points. That's okay. it. Wembenyama or Joel Embiid next year? Wembenyama. Embiid's playoff run is now, I, again, I'll say it, in big playoff games, I don't trust Embiid. He's 30. He gets hurt. I think sometimes the team's better net rating when he was off the floor. Philadelphia won, I think they were 11-5 and five when he didn't play. We gotta be honest about Embiid. It was an anti-Jokic MVP vote. All right, here we go. Wembenyama or Zion Williamson? Oh, Who you got next year? Not even close. Wembenyama, the grown-up. I mean, Zion. Weight, injuries, immaturity. Okay. Bummer. I loved him. Wembenyama or my guy Luka Doncic. Doncic does nothing on the defensive end, but he is just moving into his prime. And on any given night, he's the greatest scorer in professional basketball. So I would take Luka. Okay. <laughs> Had me nervous there for a second. <laughs> and, he, and, and, and by the way, maybe he's taken that Ozempec, but he's lost 25 pounds. Looks to be in significantly better shape than that picture. Yeah, no, he's a little I mean, chubby, though. A little? Yeah. Ozempec works. No, not that oh, I've tried Have it you yet. taken it? No, no comment. Wabadyama or Carl Anthony Towns next year? Got controversy on their show. <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah, Wemby. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, eight years, has never won a playoff series. <laughs> Come on. All right, Wembenyama or his teammate, Anthony Edwards? Well, Wembenyama's got a much more diverse offensive game. Yeah. I mean, Anthony's a two-guard. That's what he is. He's a, he's a fun athlete, but I, he doesn't. he's not going to be a rim protector. He doesn't have this offensive repertoire. 
Uh, I like Anthony Edwards, but I know what he is and I know what he's not, and he doesn't have. Edwards is a scoring two guard. Take That's... your time on this one. Wembenyama or Jason Tatum? A Tatum. Okay. Two-way player, entering his prime. Um, again, gives me a lot. Uh, now, if you ask me this question in one year, <laughs> and Wemby's going to start averaging 28 a game, I probably flip it. But right now, there's I get nights where I get 40 points from Tatum. Okay. This is should be a layup here. Wembenyama or Kawhi Leonard for a year? Wemby. Okay. Kawhi's not available. You know, you, you know I like, he's never available. Yeah. He's never available. Uh, Wembenyama or Devin Booker for a year? Devin Booker is... Booker just had his best scoring and shooting year. I'm taking Booker. Okay, and finally. Now, and by the way, oh. Booker is entering his prime. So Booker, in this playoffs, for about two weeks, was the best player in the league for he about was. two weeks. Now, this last one's tough. Wembenyama or your guy Kevin Durant, the Slim Reaper? I gave this a lot yeah, of thought. Yeah, this is a tough one. And KD has been injured in each of his last four seasons. But for one more year, I'm taking Durant. Oh. If you ask me this in a year, based on if he gets injured again. But today, so the only one that you viewed as controversial. Well, the LeBron is significantly controversial. Okay, time out. Come on. He's, he is no longer good off the ball. He was okay. a terrible shooter. He no longer defends. Yeah. Now, ball in his hands, getting to the basket and scoring. Tremendous. He's also no longer great in back-to-back -back games and no longer available more than 50 games a year. So I, I don't even think it's... Uh, again, you had asked me two years ago, it wouldn't be close. But I, I think in this when you get older, like every year is... A, Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, but the end of the following year, it's like, oh, he looks old. Like it happens fast. I don't think that... You think I, I that's controversial? I, I mean, greatest player in the history of the sport? And he's still like putting up ridiculous numbers? Occasionally. Rick Buecher's getting to you. <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.